now is a time that you should be determined to develop your meditation, your samadhi, have mindfulness with the breath, have mindfulness with the body, following the methods that you've developed in the past. If you have your mind go to thoughts of the past and bring up mindfulness, bring your mind back to have knowing in the present. Think if you have thoughts of the future, then that is not peaceful. So bring back the mind. And right now is your time when you're training to develop peace. There may be many people around you, just feel like you're sitting all alone. In our Dhamma practice, we're developing the Noble Eightfold Path, is training in sila, samadhi, and panya, morality, concentration, and wisdom. So sitting here like this, we have restrained our actions and speech to be within sila, and we develop Samadhi, this concentration or firmly established mind, and keeping sila will have the benefit that it will lead to peace. The mind will be more concentrated and more one-pointed. Uh, when it is concentrated like this, we develop mindfulness with the breath or with our meditation object or the meditation repetition. For those who are skilled in contemplation, then you use that method. Or some are skilled at using the meditation repetition, Bhutto, Dhammo, Sankho, or others may use Namo, Kwansha, In, Posat, others, Om Mani, Padme, Hom. You can contemplate their virtues like contemplating the virtues of the fully self-awakened Buddha, his great compassion that is boundless. We're able to know the Dhamma because the Buddha had built his paramita, he perfected them, gained enlightenment, purified his heart, and he had the wisdom to overcome all the mental defilements. For us, we still have a lot of mental defilements. And so for even just a little bit of wisdom, it's hard to bring up. But we can reflect on the Buddha and we reflect on his virtues and our mind becomes bright. It becomes peaceful. So this is using contemplation or using our thoughts in order to bring peace. And then we can continue on with our meditation being aware of the in and out breath. We're developing our mindfulness and strength of samadhi in this way. If we are skilled at contemplating on reflection, and we can reflect on the Dhamma that the Buddha taught, that the Dhamma is well expounded by the Buddha, he taught about the five aggregates of form, feelings, perceptions, mental formation, sense consciousness. 
or rupa and nama, material, mental phenomena, is impermanent. It is rukang, unsatisfactory, and anatta, non-self. And we chant these Dhamma teachings of the Buddha. There is rupa is emptiness, or form is emptiness, and emptiness is form, and the feelings perceptions, mental formation, sense consciousness is the same, emptiness the same. And in the Mahayana suttas, there's many that uh, talk and explain about emptiness, uh, about anatta, non-self. In the Theravada suttas, they will talk of uh, impermanence, unsatisfactoriness, not-self. The Buddha asked the Panchawagiya in the Anatta Lakana Sutta discourse on not self in Isipatana uh, the deer park. He asked the five ascetics, is Rupa, is form permanent or impermanent? And they answered it is impermanent. If Rupa is impermanent, then is it happiness or suffering? Dukkang. The word suffering here, or dukkhang, it means that it's unable to endure. If we say that it is, uh, form is permanent and happiness, then we can try sitting for a long time, and we'll see that that is suffering. If we don't eat, we don't drink, then that is suffering. And this is a suffering that uh, has decay as its nature. The five Anchawagiya ascetics, they answered that it is suffering, it is dukhang, it's unable to endure. But we don't yet see it because our posture is what hides this suffering. So if we sit for a very long time, then we uh, will feel the suffering and we'll change posture and we'll go walk uh, and that will relieve that suffering then we will go back and sit down. We sit a long time, then we need to change posture and stand. Standing a long time, then maybe we lie down. And if we think that lying down is sleeping is very good, then try just lying down only and not changing posture. Then we'll find that suffering again arises. So this posture is hiding. Dukkang, this suffering, and it's the posture is hiding the truth. Ani Chang is impermanence. Why is it that we don't see this impermanence, the impermanence of rupa and nama, the material and mental phenomena? This is because there's continuity. When the in-breath goes in, then it continues on to the out-breath, and then continues to the in-breath, and then to the out-breath. And so... There's continuity like this. If there's no continuity, uh, the breath, the out-breath doesn't follow the in-breath or the in-breath doesn't follow the out-breath, then the body will just die right there. And there's, so there's this continuity of the breath which makes the body continue on. And so... Because of this, we don't see impermanence. We don't see the impermanence of the body and the mind. 
but if the mind is developed to a refined state, then it can see this bodily heap or formation that it is of the nature to decay. Uh, it's not permanent. Why is it that we don't see anatta, this non-self? The Buddha asks the five panchavagya, if rupa, if form is impermanent, the mind is impermanent, then is that, oh, and, and it is suffering, it's unable to endure, then should we attach to that as being me and mine? And so the Panchavagya answered in harmony that uh, it shouldn't be considered attached to as being me and mine. So it is impermanent uh, suffering and not us, not me, not mine. The minds of the five Panchavagya then were already Sotapanna's. Their samadhi was full because they had developed samadhi a lot already. And so they also had mindfulness focused on listening to the Dhamma. And so then wisdom arose. The path factors of sila, samadhi and panya gathered together and they attained to becoming arahants. So we have a look that why don't we yet see that uh, this is anatta, not self. It's because we take it all as being self. We see everything as being self. The outer body parts of the hair of the head, hair of the body, nails, teeth, skin, we take as us. All the 32 parts of the body, we take as us. We have a feeling that it is a self, it is me. So then wisdom doesn't arise. We can contemplate this body and separate it out into its natural elements, that it is earth element, water element, fire element, uh, earth, air, water and fire elements. So we separate it out as elements like that and we'll see that there's no self uh, in there. It's simply just uh, these elements, they're gathered together. So when the mind has samadhi, then it is able to contemplate and see this, that it isn't us. There's nothing that we can be that we can call ours. In the beginning, wisdom is from our thoughts. We may contemplate into the blood or the teeth in our mouth, say uh, maybe the teeth fall out. Uh, we can contemplate from our wisdom that it isn't us and we may be able to accept it. Maybe if we draw blood out from our body and then we can see that, oh, that blood isn't ours. But then if we turn our thoughts to contemplate inside our body, uh, the blood inside our body, and we say that that isn't us, then we aren't able to see it. It's not able to penetrate that because it's still dark. So this shows that thinking can't lead us to attain to the Dhamma. It can't lead us to see the Dhamma because the wisdom coming from thinking can only lead us to uh, one level of, of wisdom. So we need to develop our strength of mindfulness to be greater until we're able to understand clearly into this uh, aspect of not-self. 
so we contemplate contemplate that all things all of rupa nama material mental phenomena are emptiness we try to contemplate like this until our mind becomes peaceful it may be just a little bit of peace that arises but the mind can let go even if it's just temporarily because the suffering that arises it comes from upadana clinging attachments it comes from a sense of self when there's clinging then suffering will arise but if we have wisdom then we abandon clinging and then suffering doesn't arise so we take care of our minds we look after our minds we look after the sense organs the eye ear nose tongue body and the mind especially with all the thoughts that arise in the mind we take care of all of this because if we don't then clinging attachments arise we take things as being ours as being ourself so suffering it has its cause its cause is clinging if clinging is abandoned then suffering is also abandoned all dhammas or phenomena have their causes for it to arise once those causes cease then those dhammas will cease so we need to contemplate we can see all things as being empty then clinging clinging has nowhere to arise we contemplate like this in contemplate into emptiness like this often and uh, we do it a lot and this can be our meditation object it is a method that we can bring the mind to peace and then after that we can continue on by developing mindfulness with our breath now samadhi uh, gets deeper then the factors of samadhi will arise there's the initial application of the mind sustained application of the mind rapture bliss and one pointedness when our samadhi develops we may have feelings of rapture arise we contemplate into an aspect of dhamma and then the rapture arises is great feelings of joy or fullness of mind and when we contemplate uh, this rapture can arise even for a whole day we contemplate further and it may arise this rapture for a whole month when we go through our postures we may we can maintain this feeling of bliss and fullness of mind the mind and body are light and in this state the mind is appropriate uh, to be used to contemplate we can see into the dhamma easily so we need to train in this to uh, until we're skilled at it until we can contemplate like this and this method of contemplation is appropriate for those who like to think a lot and proliferate a lot they have a lot of doubts we can use then our thinking our 
contemplation in order to bring the mind to peace. And wisdom arises and we can know and see the Dhamma and it's not difficult. In the beginning, we do need to bear with the practice. We need to be determined to restrain our actions and speech to be within sila. We determined to develop mindfulness. We have effort and diligence in the practice and we contemplate in order to develop wisdom. And when sila, samadhi, panya gather together, we can see the Dhamma. This is uh, one who can uh, go to the further shore or the other shore. They can change themselves from being a uh, kalyana chana, a beautiful and good person, uh, to becoming an arya chana, a noble being. And this arises within our own minds. So they can um, develop themselves like this. This is one who has the spiritual qualities that are able to cut off the mental defilements fully. Uh, or sorry, cut off the mental defilements of the beginning stages. Uh, and this will be one whose mind is far from all enemies.